Hello and welcome to Dire Bear. It's Tuesday night, so of course that means we're playing Valley by Night River City, our Vampire 5th Edition actual play. I'll be your storyteller for the evening, Jason. And with me tonight is Rappy as Iola. Duba as Walter. Sarah as Emma. And Eric as Kyle. And who remembers where we left off last week? Uh, kind of briefly split up, and we're going to meet back somewhere for a meeting with the other barons of, hey, we have a location where our people that have been visiting are having parties. Let's go and uh, crash their party. Potentially. We got Zeke out, though. Yes. Kyle, yeah, I believe, had taken him... Oh, go ahead, Kyle. Right, uh, Kyle... Uh, took him to a uh, basically one of the best way to put it, gang doctor. <laughs> because he knows that the uh, the hospitals are more or less controlled by the cam. I, and I he ain't about more to, rather than less. And he ain't about to take that risk. <clears throat> So he cashed in a few favors to get uh to get him looked at by uh some old acquaintances, as it were. <clears throat> We're gonna have to screw with his memory, aren't we? Uh, it's a bit late for that. <laughs> I was about to say, do you do you have the ability to screw with his long term memory? I do. Long-term or short-term? One of them no. clouds. No, recent. no. No, no. I, it's what? Dominate, right? I have forgetful <clears throat> mind. The vampire can write whole swaths of the victim's memories as long as they can keep the um, victims. Hold on. I gotta... Hmm. Here. Let me just hit that. I thought there was one. I don't know if that one does short or long term, though. And duration is indefinitely. Well, that just means once you make the change, it's changed. Like, remember, I can rewrite all sorts of these. Like huh? cloud yeah, memory. Just, you just describe what happened as opposed to to what he would what? actually remember, and it kind of overlays it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. No, uh, cloud memory. <laughs> forgetful. The forgetful mind is what this one's called. Mm-hmm. Not memories okay. indefinitely, but forgetful mind is a bit an upgrade to it. So yeah, as long as Kyle's okay with Iola rooting around in in his head, well, not really rooting around. Like he can't see it, their On the other hand, Kendra's society can't just have him running around if he knows something about what's going on. It'd be hard decisions to make. But probably for another night, because the doc you took him to is quite certain this dude's been shot up with something. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he, <clears throat> he gives him a quick going over and tells you, you know, 
he doesn't appear to have taken much in the way of physical injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe he's a little dehydrated, but not drastically. Yeah. Uh, you know, blood sugar's a little low, but only to the point of, like, maybe he hasn't eaten in a day or something. I know one thing that came up was one of them going, uh, are you working today? Because <laughs> Kyle did come show up dressed in his, like, body armor and armed. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, they are they are mighty curious as what was what exactly happened. Because, you know. The gangs are familiar with your bar, so they recognize Zeke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he'll just his response is some idiots decided that taking Zeke to try to get to me was a good idea. To which point he is casually loading his revolver. They're going to learn that's a very bad idea very soon. <clears throat> you you, you get kind of get some nods. And they, they understand the whole having to protect your own. <clears throat> So, y'all take care of him, and I will be back once this business is finished. Yeah, they, they can watch it for the night or, for a night or two. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you. I mean, obviously there's going to be some, you know, obviously the doc's got to be paid, but you know. Nothing unreasonable. Nope, nothing unreasonable at all. <clears throat> <clears throat> Meanwhile, I believe Emma was, had had pretty well set up the uh, meeting. Uh, had y'all think... had, had a venue been decided on yet? No, we hadn't decided on a venue. Yeah, I think the set up the meeting was the end of last week. <laughs> I think it was. Uh... <clears throat> I think somebody in the pack had offered a spot. No, they offered to come. <laughs> I think everybody was everybody was kind of willing to show up. <clears throat> That's true. Yeah, the person from the pack has a spot. Uh, now, uh, when y'all do y'all's initial split up. <clears throat> I think you, Emma, see, GDO was driving Emma and Iola. Mm. And did y'all wind up back at the office? We dropped GDO off at where they usually pick up their Uber. That's right. And then took off again. We hadn't had right. set a destination. I knew there was some kind of way a GDO had gotten separated from you. That's right. <clears throat> So you get a message from him that he's probably not going to make the meeting. He's got things to work on. Uh, Just good old thumb up, thumb up emojis in chat. But, uh, 
Now Walter had hopped had Walter hopped away under his own power, or was he in Kyle, back of Kyle's truck? We had stated he was in the back of the Kyle's truck. Okay. So he's outside getting <clears throat> Zeke set up with the gang doc, and you're just laying in the back of the truck. <sighs> just laying in the back of the truck, obviously, just as long as I don't move, no one will know I'm here. <clears throat> as, as most a-hole people will do, just w walk by a random truck bed, throw a beer can. Boop, right off your forehead. <laughs> <clears throat> When a beer can bounces off of you, does that count as you interacting with the item? Hmm. Questions for later. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It could become irrelevant right now. But uh. Mm. But anyway, you get him. You get you get Zeke tucked in for the night. Uh, Emma and Iola, where are you going? You know, once you've dropped a GDO off. Did she ever get any response back from <clears throat> Ada about the uh we've settled the account? Uh probably just a thumbs up. You know, kind of an immediate thumbs up. Uh then a little bit later maybe a, you know, let me know, you know, let me know when you have a chance to talk about about that. And oh. then <laughs> We found our friends. Uh, if they're near enough to the mall and people are still deciding where to get this meeting situated, she might just drop in there. Okay, so you just pulled to the back of the mall? Yeah, she was like, I'm pulling around back. I'm waiting to hear back from a couple people. I'm nearby enough. Okay. And you've got the barons talking in there, you know. Like you, you've gotten a response back from most of them. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe getting together at least for a little bit tonight might be a good idea. Should we like you guys settle the venue? We're a little bit close to the front line, so it might not be the best locations. And of course, vampire can't. Uh, but you pull around to the back of them all. Two of uh. uh Woodard. I was thinking Bullard. I was like, that's not right. Uh, two of Woodard's uh, security guys are like, you know, as you walk up, are already there opening the door for you. That's a little thank you nod. And has, has Miss Ada somewhere that she's easy enough to find? Oh, what was that again? She was asking uh, where Ada would be. Uh, they believe her and Miss Woodard are in the office. Uh, one of them stays at the door. One of them offers to escort you and Iola to the office. Nods and lets them take the lead. I mean, you've been here enough times. You know where it's at now. Yeah, still just courtesy. Yeah, yeah, more more of a sign of respect on their part as well. Or maybe they don't want you running around unsupervised. Who knows? That, that is well probably where. Yeah. yeah. It's vampires. It, it could be a little column A, a lot of column B. Uh huh. Uh huh. Especially older vampires. But, uh, so you get back there. Uh, Woodard's sitting behind her desk. Ada's in a chair on one side of the room. Uh, when you walk in, Woodard stands up. Uh, Miss Woodard? 
Barry? Beta? How many of the bastards did you kill? Outright? Oh, God, I remember this last week. Was it four or five? Four. Including <clears throat> the sniper? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> uh, that I'm aware of, four. That's a good start. And it is a good start. We've also come into information that leads us to where they are retreating to, which we're going to potentially use tonight. Ada nodded at that. I assume that's the party you were trying to organize. Yes. Uh, a question to that for you, Ada. Should I be able to get one of them alive enough to question? Would you be interested in doing the honors? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if I can... some of the other variants probably have their own people as well, but... They do, but considering we found them, I think we may get first dibs. <clears throat> but yes, yes, I'd, I'd certainly be willing to. I'll see if I can convince people to leave uh, bodies unmangled enough to... Give us one with enough coherency to question at the end of it. Excellent. Uh, we got Translation: She has to have a talk with Kyle. <laughs> we've got a. We've got a, We've also gotten a report that the old lumber place is on fire. Yes, that conveniently ties into them. Um, our paths aligned tonight, and that we were looking to retrieve an asset, and the asset was there, and. We retrieved that asset, and they thought they could bury us in the building. They did not. They buried Iola. She, she's not going to say that anyone was buried. Even Everyone... Iola, they look like she's been buried under a little bit of room. In, they all probably look pretty dusty. That's true, that's true. Y'all all, look, all yeah. look a bit of a mess. Uh, but, uh... And Woodard seems to notice that about that time. Oh, do you need a, a area to clean up? We have some spare clothes. If you wouldn't mind, I would be thankful for that. Eight <clears throat> uh, offers to escort you back. And it's, uh, you know, you're yes. you're back in the kind of behind the walls part of the mall. Yeah, jeans and t-shirts. Uh, well, Keeps that. the they, jackets. They, they, they have fancier stuff, too. <clears throat> She's about to go commit various crimes. Probably don't need to be putting on the ritz. Yeah, very, very well. Uh, but she takes you back to an area that's got several showers set up. Like an odd number for a mall. She kind of gives like a questioning look <clears throat> of... <clears throat> There's so many empty storefronts that we, we're making use of the space. May as well. You know, this is the mall that's downhill enough that the you can't even see the empty storage fronts now. It's just, you know, they've just paneled it up so it's like solid walls. Like they're giving up. Oh. I think we had a, a uh, the Hobbit show up happening. Munchkin, that's the word I'm looking for. It was one of those words for short people. Uh, Gnome, maybe, we don't know. 
one of my greatest regrets in D&D is the fact that gnomes don't often have the pointed hats. See, you just, you just gotta give them the pointed hats, and then name one of them David. Mm-hmm. Alright, she'll change in whatever casual-ish clothes, keep the shoes, keep the uh, jacket, of course. Do you need a clean toboggan? She probably tucked one into the jacket, but she would put on, you know, when switch them out when no one's looking, of course. In the shower stall. Just toboggan, soaking wet. I used to say this in there. Why are you so shy about it? You ain't got nothing I haven't seen before. Yeah, still have weird hang-ups about being mostly human. Okay, closing curtain. Well, that's almost refreshing to run into. Yeah, I'm sure it'll shake itself loose eventually, but it's it's still firmly clinging. Hmm. All right, Kyle and Walter, where do y'all go when y'all leave the uh, gang dock? Uh, well, Kyle actually will ask. By the way, do y'all happen to have any 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 heavier ordnance here? I might make use of or pay for at the docks. Place? A, no, of course not. <clears throat> well, it's, you got an Abrams at the, at, the, at the gang area in general, sort of that area of town. He's going to where he can, where he knows some munitions are, and he's seeing if he might acquire them. <laughs> hmm. Meaning, up to you whether or not they have heavier stuff, and if they do, he will buy them. <laughs> do you have an Abrams? Do you have a, a ground-to-air missiles? <laughs> this is magic. Where's Kyle? Rolls up in a tank. <laughs> well, there is an old uh, National Guard Armory like across the road from the mall, but I can't remember if it's still in use or not. Sir, it's also I, probably in camp territory. Sir, I yeah. need you to go ahead and prescribe me my medicinal A12 Abram. M1 A2 Abrams, yes. <laughs> Again, my <clears throat> medicinal. Mm-hmm. I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, they don't have much. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they've got a few AKs stashed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, you know, most of their armament are just kind of, you know, handgun, sidearm kind of things. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, <clears throat> like I said, they've got a couple of, they've got a few AKs. Uh, uh-huh. They're kind of like, how many are you wanting to buy? Uh... One or two. Oh yeah, yeah, they can say you want to. Mm, Hell, buy them. At first, I thought you were trying to like equip a squad of folk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they charge you about you know twice market, <clears throat> twice regular market value if you went through legit means to get them. Yeah. Uh, and while while the while you're making this deal, they're they're complaining about the fact that for some reason it's gotten harder for them to get stuff in town. It's like the Port Authority and, you know, even like folks on the road seem to be checking uh, shipments of stuff. Uh, 
I'll have to look into that. Well, you've had a hand in helping get the, the, the port authority, or the, some of the barons along the waterfront have gotten the port authority involved in cracking down on cam smuggling, which sort of cracks down on everybody smuggling. Yes. Um, thing is, the only the only bits of getting involved that Kyle is aware of is um, <clears throat> the stuff that he's directly involved with. No, that's true. So, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, they tell you where to go to pick the stuff up. They call ahead mm-hmm. let the person know. Uh, you know. You have to pay cash on delivery, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, they know you. They, they trust you, relatively speaking, but still. You know, cash on delivery. Yeah. <clears throat> cash on delivery. So you picked that up without any trouble. And you've been seeing, you know, text going back and forth mm-hmm. uh, from the Barons organizing where they're going to be. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a spot over in Clint's domain is winning out. Okay. But it's not quite on the front lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good distance away from well, actually, I'll take that back. Emma hasn't told them where they're at. It's just that, that she's got an idea where they're at. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> that seems to be where the where the barriers are settling down. Uh, let's see. We were saying the fight last week probably went down around... It's about it's... 10 minutes from where the lumber place was. Well, I mean, time-wise, as far as what time of night it is. Oh, fairly uh, early, because we left pretty much right from <clears throat> the decapitations to go hunt down Zeke. Yeah. That's right, and they discovered the decapitations as soon as they woke up and got to the mall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after this running around, you're probably looking at it being about midnight. Sun up is about six o'clock. Uh, five thirty. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so they're trying to get the meeting set up for one. Mm. Uh, Makes sense. So you've got probably thirty minutes or so before the meeting. But stuff you know. Of time, you can actually do some stuff before. Well, Emma will look over at Iola. Do you need to have, grab something to eat or anything? Yes. Go ahead and do that. We'll meet up at the office in 20-ish minutes. How far okay. away is Clint's from the office? Uh, From the office, y'all can get there in five or ten minutes. Yeah. Just, we'll leave the office in about 20 minutes. 
But yeah, y'all get showered up and clothes changed or whatever. Uh, now, who all are you planning to take to the meeting? Is it just going to be you, Barons? Yeah, <clears throat> I'm always going to probably bring that up. Do we want to bring any of the security force or kind of leave them here to keep an eye on stuff? I'll say we keep an eye on things, considering how badly we rattled them. They could counterattack, and we need we need boots on the ground. Yeah, we don't know. If that's the only cell. That's true. Did um did Sebastian say he would be there? Sebastian has not even been involved in the conversation. Uh his right hand okay. man has been. <clears throat> and there will be somebody from from Wallace there. Okay. He was told he needs to talk to Sebastian about potentially getting a meeting with that older gangrel. Oh, yes. <clears throat> Which he will make an attempt at doing. That is the wrong document. <clears throat> During that 20 minutes of kind of between downtime, Emma will just send out a note to um, Miles and Kincaid of, hey, be a little extra vigilant the rest of the evening. Maybe some uh, visitors that we don't want or need. Uh. Of course, and vampire can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, we would hate for him. To, we'd, we'd hate for him to get some payback. But, you know, What's the? Been, they've already been on high alert with there being, you know, that fire down the road. What's the success for? Uh, feeding. Uh. In domain or out of domain? Uh, we're going in domain, so in domain. In domain, it is swap over to coterie. I think mm -hmm. it's ordinarily it'd be one less than standard, but is one, but the difficulty went up one because of COVID. So it would be standard hunting difficulty. Which I think I four know. does it. Let me pull up. Which, which I, th I think is a four or a five. I think four does it, but let me find I want to think it was a four. Hunting ground. Yes, four four pulls it off. Okay. Well, I got five successes. Okay. You know, yeah, I could use about eight. You're at the office. You look at the watch. You go, "Oh yeah, that dude at the Waffle House. We're taking the trash out right about now." So you walk out of the office, across the parking lot. And you just you're just waiting by the Waffle House's back door. <laughs> <laughs> kind of have to make sure that guy, like, somebody check his iron levels. I take enough to slate one hunger. 
Just so that I'm good to go. <clears throat> Need be. He just keeps coming to work. These little iron supplements have been left for him in his locker. He keeps giving me these. Just somehow <laughs> still compelled to take them. You will never donate blood to any blood organization, and you will always take your iron pills. So yeah, you're just there. You're literally just there waiting on this one guy. That, <clears throat> well, it's not always the same person, but you, you know, somebody on the night shift usually takes out the trash at certain times. Uh, so yeah, you're just kind of waiting there as he's throwing it in the dumpster. You just kind of walk up behind him. And... He's blissed out before you realizes you're there. Or maybe with your hunting style, you walk up like you're going to bum a cigarette or something. I don't know. Because I forgot yours is a little more of a social <clears throat> hunting style. Mm-hmm. Maybe he thinks you look work at one of the local hotels or something. On the night shift. Who knows? If he remembers you at all. Nah, I can... I make him forget. Don't I know you from somewhere? <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because the guy uses the the guy sees you and uses the same pickup line like every time. But uh, but all right, so you've gotten you about to eat. Uh, Colin and Walter had time to get back to the. Uh, well, y'all are probably already back because y'all were talking. But the time rolls around to go meet at Clint's, so you head down to the uh, Sherwood Oaks domain. Mm-hmm. Or should they overdo it? Uh, like usual, as you're pulling in, he's got a, he's got people stationed at the. Uh, yeah. But there's not really a gate there that could be closed. But uh, right up by the road, they direct you back to that same house that he's used that y'all been there for meetings before. You know, with just him. Where he's got his, uh, you know, he's got a study set up and all that kind of stuff, but more than likely that's not his actual domain or his actual uh, haven. It's his office. Yeah. Uh, but you get there, there's, <clears throat> there, you see more of his people moving around than you've seen before. Uh, you know, it's like he's probably got an all hands on deck, you know, security situation going on. Uh, but you see Shelly and uh, is it Calvin his other one I think those are the two names I think so you know they greet you at the door and bring you on in several of the other barons are already here <clears throat> uh, uh-huh. uh, you see yeah. Josephine uh, Maddox is already here. Uh, uh, August. August is there. The uh, You're blanking on his name, but the uh, kind of the second in command of the Wallace Barony is there. <clears throat> huh? you know, if 
y'all were Cam, he'd be the he'd be referred to as the Whip. You don't yeah. really, you don't really know if folks in Wallace use a title for him. Everybody just knows, you know. <laughs> You know, that he's the highest guy up until you get to the actual very mm-hmm. uh, you had you've barely been there long to say hi to anybody before you start hearing motorcycles outside <clears throat> uh, and then three members of the pack come in do you have a tablet or a laptop or something <clears throat> that could uh, borrow just to pull up a map or even just a paper map that's fairly recent. Uh, Clint's like, oh, oh yes, I've certainly got paper maps. Uh, but as he's saying that, uh, Shelly walks over and hands you an iPad. Oh, thank you. She'll just start pulling up the location on like Google Maps or something. Okay. So yeah, like I told you last time, it's across the <clears> river. <throat> and then up up kind of north. You know. Not far enough to be getting to anywhere near Athens. Yeah. Which is the next city up there. But, but you know, it's just you go up there a ways and it's like one little side road off that weasels back. And then it's this run down uh Brother Park. So they got a little bit of distance, but it was not, <clears throat> it wasn't complicated. You know, you looking through the, that one inquisitor's or hunter's eyes, it wasn't hard for you to keep, kind of keep up with where they were going. Yeah. So you pull that up. Uh, oh, yes, the warden of course is there. Uh, and she's more familiar with that area in general. Being the northmost bearing. She tells you she's uh, passingly familiar with that uh, with that place, though she doesn't think anybody's actually been living there uh, for a few years at least. They're living there tonight, as far as I can tell. Um... Well, she 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 meant she just meant that she didn't think the trailer park had been active in a, in a while. Mm. She wasn't doubting that you know you were saying they were holed up there. As far as I can tell, during the events that occurred, we've taken out four of them, probably injured several others. They enjoy using explosives, so if we plan on attacking them, please bear that in mind. But there were propane tanks there, so we can always repay the favor. I'm fresh out of grenades. I'm sure... Everybody in the room just sort of looks at you. Not even kind of phased, <clears throat> but I'm sure we can find other ways to make a propane tank explode. Oh, fantastic. I was trying to destroy one of those Humvees, but it just ended up killing several people instead. Hmm. <clears throat> uh, Maddox picks up. If they have actual military Humvees, yeah, those, you know, they'd be somewhat armored. Yeah, that makes sense. Speaking of, they were pretty heavily armored themselves. And armed, for that matter. 
Well, that means they may be government related as opposed to to just the uh hey. which by the way, Kyle did show up still in the slightly dusty from having a roof collapsed on him. <laughs> Duster and armored flak vest. <laughs> so yeah, you and Walter are kinda of missy <clears throat> if Walter lets himself be seen. Mm. Oh, he's he's amongst the barons, so yeah, he would happily okay. let himself be seen. Yeah. With y'all look like y'all been in fight. Uh, you do notice the ladies are all gussied up, though. I mean, normal clothes, but they're all cleaned up. Mm. When Emma was listening in, did they sound government, or were they using, like... Is it, we know that in the truck or the van, they said, why'd you let that one walk in front of you, that kind of thing, so... Uh... Give me a wits awareness. See what you picked up on. <clears throat> as far as like their style of talk. I had my aspects to this, correct? Uh, that's that if, only if I'm using. That's uh, if that power is active. For this, I don't think it would work, though. <clears throat> yeah, this, this is more about what you put together out of the information you've got. Know what you picked up at the time. Three. Three. The guy that seemed to be in charge seemed to have kind of a military uh, professional sort of uh, vibe to him, the way he carried himself, the way he spoke, some of the terminology he was using. Not everybody else in the vehicle did. The higher up may have some training, but I don't think the entire group did. <clears throat> if anything, maybe they plucked him for his military training or government connections, and the rest were built off of what they could find. August speaks up. It's possible. I mean, that, that, if I was going to try to design a covert organization to to attack us. Uh, you That might not be a bad way to do it. Sp take your experienced people that know what they're doing and spread them out to build cells. Uh, so not everyone we're dealing with may be professional, but I bet you they've been trained on how to use their weapons. And probably about what they're hunting at the very least. <clears throat> yes, they, some of these hunters seem to uh, this, this latest round of inquisitors seem to know disturb, a disturbing amount about uh, about us in regards to that if we can keep should we attack tonight if we can keep one of them alive for questioning I think it would benefit all of us Everybody seems to think that's probably a good idea. Uh, Higher up the food chain in there, the better. More they would know. Though, you know, one of the members of the package says, you know, it's, it's great for us to plan that. Let's try to take one alive. If the shit hits the but, fan, but, kill them all. Yeah, but... Realistically, though, when Dragon Breath starts getting fired at you, yeah, you just, you just put, you, you tend to just put that person down. It's a, a wish, but. Not a realistic, horribly realistic one should shit hit the fan. 
Maddox is like, surely, surely we can take one of them alive. <clears throat> At least mostly alive. Perhaps, and he kind of gestures to Walter. Uh, perhaps we should have our stealth specialists concentrate on taking a prisoner. Stealth is also another element we may want to employ before barging in there. At the other location, they did have uh, cameras set up near the perimeters. We don't want to give them any opportunity to know we're coming. And while those, and while if they more than likely will find them, cameras might not just be watching for intruders. They could also be recording and displaying that information remote too. So we'll need to do some scouting. Find out where the cameras are. But if we start eliminating cameras, they'll, you know, that that would alert them. Especially if we, especially if you've bloodied their nose good tonight, they'll be on high alert, I'm sure. Or licking their wounds. It hasn't been, what, more than an hour or so? If that. Well, y'all, y'all did some driving around town, so. It might be getting closer to two by this point. It's still relatively quick, though. Really quick, quick turnaround. How large a force do you think we can send? And do we want to send it tonight? Or hit them early tomorrow night? They might relocate tomorrow night. Or call tonight, reinforcements. Tonight they're still reeling from having four of their own killed. They might be more on edge, more alert, yes. But the number of defenders of the location would also be lesser. Or not. <clears throat> uh, tracking a wounded animal back to its lair is dangerous. But if it's weakened, you want to take it out then as opposed to letting it recover. Quite so. Uh, and then he looks at he looks at Kyle. How would you suggest we handle it? You've had the most experience dealing with these uh, most combat experience against these these people. <clears throat> Ideally, first, this is of course providing an ideal scenario where absolutely nothing will go wrong. Um, which we all know that won't happen. But stealth specialists first to identify recon points. Places where long-range fire can eliminate targets of opportunity. Um, or identify those with more dangerous armaments that would be of use against us, such as those toting heavy shotguns, such as Mossberg AA-12s, or anything like that that could be modified to utilize Dragon Breath ammunition. Um, also, trying to figure out what cameras are around to either have an agent nearby to blind them when the assault begins so they have no advance warning, or to put them on edge and panicked by systematically working on them. <clears throat> and in their panic, they whatever kind of defense they might have set up might be less effective, because as we all know, panic will throw off even the best of plans. 
from that point, I would advise um, those going in on the front line, um, if you have access readily available to some kind of armor, I would wear it. Because while our skin is toughened against modern firearms and bladed weaponry, they would still work just as well against incendiary ammunition at stopping those, so the amount of damage that might do to us would be lessened. <clears throat> that said, uh, I have the scouts. If we can identify the most ideal targets of approach while eliminating areas where we might have entrenched gun positions, that would also be ideal as trying to rush an entrenched position, especially one that is on a higher elevation plane than our own, is a great way of getting a lot of bullets shot into you. <clears throat> There's a few knowing nods agreement with that. <clears throat> um, perhaps those with more of a mental bend to their abilities or gifts could potentially also utilize those powers to sow chaos in the ranks and thus destabilize defensive lines and allow those attacking from the front to more easily breach whatever defensive line they might have available. Other than that, as we have seen repeatedly throughout our uh, tenure dealing with these people, at least this cell or cells, it could be more than one, um, keep a wary eye out for traps of any description. As you can tell from my outfit right now that um, they decided that, yes, they were going to use shaped charges to take out the entirety of the support structure of the roof of an entire building and try to drop it on us as a way to pin us and then burn us to death. So I wouldn't be surprised if, as a last resort, they have some form of explosive or incendiary charge in order to basically, to put a phrase to it, if you know the bear's going to kill you, you want to bloody the nose. <clears throat> Take out as many of them as you can as you go. That is a rough highlight, but on short notice, those would be the things I'd look out for. Everybody seems to be giving, giving what you said a decent thought. Uh, like Kyle uh, didn't just blurt out an entire battle strategy. <laughs> like you may be, you've been thinking about this while you've been driving around. Probably, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Valerie Vega, the warden of the North, <clears throat> uh, female gang role, you know, y'all think. Yeah. Uh, She brings up, uh, you were speaking of the, you know, the elevation being an issue. Uh, mm. If I recall, this trailer park, it's sort of inside a wooded area, and then back behind the park, it goes up into a hill. Not a real tall hill, but if you were at the top of it, you have a pretty good view of the, of the whole park. Mm. You know, obscured by trees to some degree. But they could very easily have entrenched gun placements there. 
or at least snipers of some caliber. We did find at the mill, which is still currently on fire, I believe. Um, yes, I can still smell it. They uh, they did have a sniper lying in wait. So we do have uh, confirmed, at least in one instance, of them having high-grade ordnance in terms of uh, anti-material weaponry. <clears throat> also potentially use the high ground in the rear to our advantage should we clear it first. That would be a good target for an uh, infiltration team to hit first. We can clear it and lure them back towards there. It would be shooting downhill if nothing else. So what you're saying is take their snipers out and replace them with our snipers. <clears throat> and this voice comes from like over relatively close to you, but you didn't even realize anybody was there and suddenly you see a rat standing there. Precisely. There are many of us here that have the gift to move around and scene. Why shouldn't we use those gifts? Speaking of unseen, they were using uh, some thermal imaging gear. So, despite being able to move unseen, they, if there is a chance, they might notice cold spots moving around. Um, I would be mindful. Uh, one of the packs speaks up. Were they able to see Walter? Uh, Walter. You were the one that advanced to take out the sniper. We waited on you, so that that's on you. Well, luckily, no, he didn't see me. But then again, I did approach him from a, his from a behind, so it made it a bit easier to take him out. Luckily, the element of stealth was my was my blessing. <clears throat> Though nature decided to almost get me heard. Luckily, I was quick enough to snap the sniper's neck before he realized I was there. Mm. So potentially could have been distracted, or the gear might not be good enough to pick us up, or those of you that have the, those gifts up, but not something to bank on. No. It probably worked for potentially infrared, judging by the gear he had, but probably wasn't tuned in for, say, a cold spot. August not said, I've known some people that could obfuscate mm -hmm. that uh, machinery doesn't can't see them any better than mortals. But I've known others that were counting on their stealth only to have someone with modern equipment turn around and see them. We'll have to tell our we'll we will have to tell the stealth people to uh, not take it not take for granted that they won't be seen. I'd like to keep the casualties on our side as low as possible. I've already had enough bodies hit the floor while they've been here. Oh yes, of course. Another thing we may be able to do to our advantage is take some of the attention off of the weird goings-on and pin it on them. 
That is true. <clears throat> Trailer park full of people with high ordinances explodes and kills some people. Clint people draw the conclusions there. Uh, Maddox tells you, I, I brought something along that might help explain exploding trailers. A little, oh, do tell. A, little, a little lab equipment, a little methamphetamine. Just to stroll about the spot. If the, oh, you certainly have my attention now. If the trailers haven't exploded you know, by the time we're done, we can explode them on our way out. Those sorts of labs are always <clears> set up in old trailers. They often explode. That's a good message to leave as well. Indeed. And while I'm loath to mention that they might be helpful, uh, if we give that much of an excuse, then the cam-controlled media sources will run with that because it's an easy cover-up. That's true. I wouldn't say as much of have them help. It's... We are using them to do the work for us. Mutual oh, yes. We're not notifying them. <clears throat> but if we give them an easy excuse to, to, to run to, they'll run to it. Uh, one last thing. before, Since you have spoken on, you know, detonating trailers, I would like to see if we can't suss out any intel before we leave. Things that the regular rank and file or those who might manage to capture might not know. Uh, we might be able to get, uh, if there are any more operating cells that we aren't aware of, could be a chance they're communicating with one another. We might be able to discover any further locations or who might even be backing them. Because the amount of gear they have, that takes some serious cash. Well, of course, Adams. That's why, that's why <clears throat> your compatriots were talking about taking some alive. If we can't, we search the premises before having a fireworks show. Yes, if we get the chance to search the, search their trailers, that's that's all fine and good. But if there's been a firefight, we may not have that much time afterwards. Regardless of that's how damaged or undamaged they are. Exactly. As I mentioned, if the chance is there, it would behoove us to take it. Indeed. Because it's better to have more intel than we need than not enough. Though I do understand time constraints. The CAM have certainly used that against us as a collective more often than not with the police and media. Indeed. <clears throat> the burning moonlight. If we're going to do it, we should do it. That we are. At that point, he turns to the pack and holds up two AK-47s. Do either of you want these? Uh... <clears throat> the leader that is here, because the pack's actually led by two. Mm. That's true. Uh, I used to say like the pack showed up because there's multiple motorcycles. Well, they, they, three members <clears throat> of the pack showed up. Only one of them was of the two. One of the two leaders, though. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so he gestured to the clean. three. Solid. It's like, like yes, please. <laughs> Just hand him over. <clears throat> 
and he hands one to one of the other guys, and then he starts like breaking his down, you know, checking to see if it's loaded. Looking like he knows his way around an AK. And because Ajidio's not here, Kyle is reclaiming his shotgun. Uh <laughs> <clears throat> we'll say he could have left it in the car. Yeah. Probably would have, uh, otherwise he's walking around the neighborhood with <clears throat> Mossberg double A twelve and yeah. Shotgun and a guitar. Very um, um once upon a time in Mexico. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, at that point he just he's literally in there in body armor, a shotgun, slugs, revolver. <laughs> You're not the only one fairly well armed. Yeah. Several flunkies get sent out to cars and come back with like flat jackets and stuff. Uh, Do we want to have a designated fallback spot? Uh, <clears throat> Valor says you can fall back to to the park. I'll have some of my people on guard there already. Good a spot as any. Looks for me. August asks, all right, and he's he's addressing kind of the entire room, not just just you guys. <clears throat> How large a force are we taking? It's a million dollar question. And are we going to split the force up where we have the assault force and then someone else held back as you know uh, reserves if needed? Having a flanking element certainly mm. could help. So at the very least, we have a stealth recon force, and potentially ambush eliminators to remove any potential gun line units from the high ground. Um, so it was... <sighs> you know, we need an assault force. So that is two, if not three there already. Rat speaks up. Well, obviously, me and Walter will be part of the initial, uh, <clears throat> you know, insertion scouts, whatever you want to call them. Right. You know, we'll be going in first. Uh, Rat, you have anything on your team that you're thinking of that's good with long arms? I've got I've got a fellow that used to be a hunter. Uh, before his embrace. All right. Um, I mean, I don't know that, if he knows how to use one of those machine guns. <clears throat> you hand it off over there. Oh no, I have a um, I have a sniper rifle with some ammo in my truck. Oh yeah, that's probably something you could use. Okay. I mean, don't don't expect you know military level sniper professionals. No, that that's fine. It, it's it's a it's a modified hunting rifle. I just, um, they've been around here long enough. So I'm just putting the cards on the table, as it were, as he gestures to the firearms around the room. <laughs> Can't move for 
particularly stealth, but if I can get an eye shot of some of them, I can listen in, so to speak. Mm. Couldn't hurt. You have to be with the eye uh, side of them? I, I have to be able to see them. Not like making eye contact, but I have to be able <clears> to <throat> see them with my eyes. Mm, so not binoculars? I'm not sure. I'd be willing to give it a shot. One of Clancy walks out of the room and comes back with a pair of binoculars. They're not military uh, grade. They're like nice bird watching binoculars. Not. You know. Yeah, she'll give it a shot. I mean, it never said it couldn't be like augmented eyesight. Shenanigans. <laughs> Shenanigans. <clears throat> so that still leaves the question of how many people in each force. Rats still kind of putting together uh, folks to to basically reestablish his domain. Uh, but he's got a couple of nos he can bring. On a head count of people when she was listening or hitchhiking in that guy's body, about how many people were there? Uh, there was about eight that left the the uh, old lumberyard uh, alive. Some of them okay. injured. Uh, yeah. And they were, you saw at least three people that were not involved in the attack that were like already at the trailers when they got there. Uh, but then they kind of divided up into different, you know, into different trailers. You know, the wounded were taken into one, the guy you were looking through went to another one. Given what I saw, there was probably about a dozen that I can account for. Um, some injured, some not. I can't give you more than that. There could be more that were there that I didn't see. Hmm. Maddox nods his head, so... So at least a dozen. Spread out between... She kind of gestures to the trailers. Uh, yeah, you saw about five trailers. Yeah. <clears throat> That might just be the dozen that were available to leave at the time, so there could be more. So we know at minimum about a dozen. One of the packs picks up. This could also just be uh, one sale. If we're dealing with multiple sales, this could just be where one was. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, those might just be the guys assigned to this part of town. <clears throat> Because we know they've been hitting multiple places, both ours and Cam's. Hmm. Granted, um, they did have to cut through town to get to where we were. So... There's also that. There, There is the potential that this might be the only cell, but let's not count on it. 
Yes, August says, yes, yes. Far better to assume the worst, and then be pleasantly surprised than assume the best and be uh, unpleasantly surprised. Quite so. <clears throat> if you would take a rec take recommendations, I would uh, I would suggest that we have a. And he gestures to his and some of Maddox's people. Some of our heavily armed and armored uh, people held in reserve. Uh, not very many of my people are stealthy. But we could say keep most of my forces a little south of the turnoff into the uh, into the park, and maybe Maddox's or somebody else's a little bit to the north. So if we have any run or anybody gets to a vehicle and tries to flee, we have people ready to stop them. Uh, you know, Couldn't and hurt. rely on the uh, the actual people doing the assault and, and our uh, uh, our stealthy infiltrators. You know, to, to pick up anybody that tries to run away on foot. Mm. Max is kind of not along with that. You know, the pack and Valerie are always kind of like, yeah. The fancy guy doesn't want to get into the fight. Huh? <clears throat> Kyle look over at the pack, by the way, and it's like, so I guess we're heading on to the front line then. Saul's like, kind of figured that was going to happen. Makes sense. Hmm. Their way isn't the only way to be stealth. No one expects a wolf in a forest. That's, that's, Clint's like, that's pretty much where they expect them. Just not around well, here. Well, yeah, not around here. <clears throat> Worth a shot. We'll see. So other than myself and these fine folk here, as he gestures to the other gangrel <laughs> of the pack, who else is hitting the front line? Fair enough with a firearm, I can I can do some stuff with people's heads. I can come in. I can also come in. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Clint doesn't mind being part of the front line. Though some of his uh, some of his people might not be particularly designed for that. Yeah. Maybe not front front line, but like you know, right behind the front line. Yeah, just out of the splatter zone. 
Oh, there's going to be a lot of splatter. Where is there a, a rain parka? You've gotten sassy. Pulling pages out of people's books. I like it. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, I was just like, oh, you know, she's take, she's taking a role of responsibility and is growing into it. That she is. We've noticed some differences with you too, Kyle. Oh, just a little more maturity, a little more uh, worried about a little more than just your bar. You did give me a whole area to look over. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm just saying we've oh. noticed. There's differences. You're all coming along quite nice. <clears throat> well, I appreciate the pats on the back. We're burning moonlight. Let's get this done with. We can celebrate later. That's true. All right. So August is going to take his people, stake out the road to the south. <clears throat> Matt is going to take his, stake out the road to the north. Uh, to hopefully... You know, if they call another, try to call another cell in, hopefully be able to cut that cell off, or at least hold them up. Uh, you got uh, the pack basically all the gangrels are going to go in with Kyle uh, Emma and Iola uh, or was Kyle going to try to do the stealthy thing as a wolf Hmm. Could do both. And I was considering it. But honestly, he's kind of at that mad level where he just wants to hit something really hard. <laughs> I would like to roll for violence. <laughs> so it's really so, hard, but he's just bra been bragging on me about being so mature. Yeah. I mean, the truth is, you need frontline fighters, so, you know. Yeah. And he would, honestly, he would probably be on the front line for okay. this engagement. Is Shiloh going? <clears throat> he left Shiloh at home. <laughs> well, Shiloh's not going to be happy about that. <clears throat> well, I've got to have one fun adventure tonight. Specifically, the order was I need you to protect the house. And that if anybody attacks the house, kill them. Okay. He's in guard dog mode as you're leaving. Yep. <clears throat> and he's still pretty keyed up from, you know, all the goings on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can still <clears throat> he can smell the fire from a couple of miles away. Yeah. Yeah, that's where he's at. So the stealth squad is basically Rat, two of Rat's people, and Walter. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <clears throat> 
All right, so y'all head out. Uh, oh, he does hand whoever Rat says is the guy. He will does hand him the rifle with the uh, ammo. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, that guy's not here. It's, it's like everybody has to split up to pick up a few more people. Yeah. <clears throat> but he, he gives it to Rat, then. Okay. <laughs> to give to the guy. Uh, and uh, at Valerie's suggestion, y'all are, you know, the, the meeting up point is going to be the park in her domain. <clears throat> uh-huh. And then y'all will move out to Actually, assault the or actually uh, surround the place. Yeah. Uh, so, is the frontline guys going in immediately, or are they going to let the stealth guys go in first? Stealth guys first. Okay. <laughs> Want to eliminate as many avenues of counterattack as possible. <clears throat> How far back is Frontline hanging? Like, can we see the um, trailer park? Uh, you can see some of it from the road. It's like a little bit of open field. Maybe like an old abandoned house or something. You know, you, you go back off the road, you, you can see the front two trailers. And as you get back past them, it's like the woods kind of come out and kind of half envelop the park. Okay. And then you know, the, and then the woods get thicker going up the hill behind the park. Yeah, she will try the power through the binoculars while the stealth crew's doing their thing. But let them do that first. All right, so the stealth crew's going in. Uh, <clears throat> and it occurs to me I should probably have done a map or gotten a map for this. Not like for tactical, I mean, not for. Just for visual aid. You can do like just some blocks. Trailers are kind of block shaped. Boy, that's bright. It's bright white. Alright, let me just draw you a picture. Definitely, I'm not going to shame myself by putting it in the stream. Wow, that one's really bad. Alright, so you've basically got the five trailers. Consider this here to be kind of the wood line, encircling it. Uh, back up in here is where you're starting to go up the hill, down to the south there. You know that leads down to the road, to the main road. Oh, I didn't move all over to this page, did I? Yes. You did. But, uh, so what direction does the, Walter, you're, you're, I mean, technically, I guess, rats probably is, you and rat, oh, you and rat are both considered barons, so, it's the two of you that are kind of in charge of the stealth brigade. 
which way are y'all going to approach the uh, trailers? Um, I mean, that's a good question. You know, keeping in mind that the heel is back here and there was the concern that they could have snipers, I think. I'm guessing down here is the main entrance, so... Right. Yeah, they would... Walter would probably think of some type, any type of particular flank to try to get an advantage on. Probably would stealth up onto the hill and look into whatever. And if there are, you know, any snipers there, you know, do our best to either eliminate them or go ahead and pacify one of them and get the take one back alive accomplishment taken care of so that way the rest can kind of freely go about what they want to do. But that would be that would be Walter's suggestion and he would let and you know ask Rat his opinion if he would rather do it a different way. No, Rat Rat's good with swinging up there and making sure there's no snipers. Uh or taking care of the snipers with all before making their way down into the camp or park. Uh, and and for this, everybody's been handed out basically a uh, at least at least all the Baron level guys and gals have been handed out you know comm units that are linked together. I uh, do you know just a little or I should just say little radios. It's nothing too fancy, but. You know, they suggest not not carrying on long conversations on them, because mm-hmm. who knows what kind of technical equipment these guys have got. But like when the stilt squad is is ready for the frontal assault guys to start, you know, you can notify them. All right, all right. So as you are sneaking up there, Walter, give me a Oh, a dick stealth for sure, but also I need a wits awareness. All right. Uno momento, por favor. Good. Oh, wait, I am on the correct page. I just need to pull up data. All right. Um, they had said a dick stealth, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. Some dice, not you. Three successes on that. And you oh, said a wits awareness? Yes, Correct. also wits awareness, yes. Okay. That's a four. Okay. Oh, I guess I need to roll for the people with you.
Alright. Rat is also very stealthy. Let's see how aware he is. Yeah, both of you are pretty good. So you're creeping along. Uh, uh, and both of you, you know, towards the, almost the very top of the hill. Yeah, not quite on the top where, you, they, you know, they see their profile easily. If they got back, you know, just a couple of yards from the top. Uh, you spot two areas where they've set, or two spots where they have set up basically like wooden pallets. Mm-hmm. The, the back end's resting on the hill. The front ends are up on blocks a little bit so that they lay, you know, despite being on the hill, they are laying flat across. Okay. Uh, one of them, there's nobody on. The other one, there's two guys on. One is laid down, you know, with the rifle. The other guy is sitting up, you know, it's Fodder. not binoculars he's using. It's something bigger, bulkier than that, that he's, like, scanning the area with. He, yep, definitely a spotter. Uh, <laughs> what you get with your four is that you're creeping down. You're still a few yards from them. Uh, you know something a little shiny on the ground. When you look down, you know, the, the first thing you see, you, you see an old aluminum can. Mm -hmm. And then you notice some more cans, you know, some tin cans or, you know, not Coke cans. And you realize they're all strung together. Oh, <laughs> you know, low to the ground, hard to notice. Uh, in fact, you're not sure Rat has noticed. Oh. Because, like, were you stopping or looking at him? He's like, he's about to take another step forward. At that point, Walter would, you know, n not getting too loud, but just blank. Like, oh, position. Rat freezes. He looks over, you know, he slows enough that he just looks over at you. Again, he just kind of keeps that low tone just to be able to communicate. They've got the ground rigged. Yeah. Now he starts looking at the ground closely and he spots what you've spotted. Uh, and, uh, you know, his two guys were following behind you two, so, you know, when y'all stopped, they stopped. Oh, wait, could they actually, actually, could you, they couldn't see you, could they? Well, they probably, we'd all probably pump into each other if we weren't careful, but I would hope that they would hear him. That's true. If you were, if you're whispering, they, they'd be close enough to hear the whispering. Other than that, they're probably listening for footsteps. But that's what you see. You know, you've clearly got a spotter and a sniper. Uh, and the guy that's like scanning out, you know, he's looking across the park, but he is occasionally like turning around, looking to the sides. Uh, okay, so he's not just mainly focused on the entrance. He's also trying to look at all sides. Mm -hmm. 
Well, you know, if you were one of their snipers, you might be a little paranoid after knowing one of their other snipers got taken out. Eh, a little bit. But that's what you see right now. And, you know, you can step over that string. The, the string's low to the ground, you know. It's like, you know, anybody walking through, you know, you'd catch it, and then that, that would alert them. It's not hard to step over there. Um, Walter would just advise him, like, if we're going to keep advancing, watch your step. And, you know, he'll try to step over and just kind of keep paying attention to look for anything on any more, you know, hand traps as they as he advances a few more paces. Okay. Let's see, what did you get on your wits awareness? Oh, not your wits, I mean, not your wits, your stealth. Uh, three. Okay. So you're not necessarily completely silent, but you're you're pretty quiet. Of all times for you to be a needy cat. <laughs> well, luckily he's a cat, so he's not worried about when it's convenient for you. It's all about when it's convenient for him. Yeah, that's how it goes. Uh, she walking around, you hear one loud snap. Not freakishly loud, but uh, like somebody stepping on a stick. You know, nobody, nobody triggered the trip wires. Everybody's looking out for those now. But it causes the spotter guy to like look around behind him, up over the, you know, basically up over the, up towards the top of the hill that y'all just come over. Uh, now, if I remember correct, Walter can't be seen. No, he has a ghost in the machine, so he he's machines won't notice him. Well, your compatriots don't. Oh, goody. Because uh, one of them rolled no rat? successes on his five dice. No, it wasn't our rat. I was rolling for the two flunkies. Uh. Uh, so that guy screams, there's three of them! Uh, the... The sniper starts to roll over, but you know, he's got the big gun, so it's taking him a minute to get, try to get around. Uh, the spotter is going for a sidearm. At that point, Walter will again continue to communicate as he is, but he's like, Damn you, six scatter! Alright, so what is Walter doing? Well, at this point... Walter's going to try to continue advancing, but again, he's going to continue his best to be cautious. He knows he can't be seen, at least he's hoping he can't be seen with what the guy's holding. But at this point, he's still trying to continue the stealth mission if he can. He realizes right now it's partially compromised. Well, both both the humans are about to open fire on some of your compatriots, or try to. Uh. Mm. 
Uh, uh, how heavy are the two flunkies? They're they look like normal guys. They're not big. They're not. They're you know twisted up a little bit. They're not oversized like Walter is. Probably with fear of how this is going to go, Walter probably gets takes a takes a very quick moment to realize that may not be wise to press on and get to the two flunkies and leap. Yeah, so you run over and you just grab him and you just jump. Yep. He he's pretty much going to apologize to Rapid. He's just like, I'm going to get these two out. All right. At that point, you're talking loud enough that you know it probably makes you noticeable. Well, because everybody's starting to run around now, so you can't really whisper and get anything across. Yeah, they're starting to freak out, so there ain't really much you can do on that part. Uh, so you you grab them and leap away. Uh, Hopefully not taking a shot in the leg or ass as he's jumping. All right. The sniper is going to be trying to shoot uh, one of the guys you grabbed. Uh, give me a... What would it be to grab somebody and jump away before somebody gets shot? I would probably, I would say athletic strength or dex, just rough ballpark guesstimation. Yeah, give me an athletics dex. Oh boy. That's at least four, so. Not rolling enough dice, hang on. One, two, three. Hopefully that's enough dice. All right, he got five successes. How many did you get? Four. Okay. So, one of the guys you're leaving away with takes, takes a hit. Uh... And and screams and you hear a little sizzling. Walter's gonna definitely be a little panicky at that point. Like, oh, you know. damn it. Now, it, it wasn't this huge gout of flame like with fire with dragon breath, because I don't think you could do a sniper around as dragon breath. Uh, yeah, dragon breath. In fact, you see the you see a light. You think he may be, he may have actually shot the guy with the tracer around. That yeah, that's that would be about right. Uh. So yeah, it's kind of a yep, and maybe even a little profanity. You know, as you go down and land, and the guy literally starts like slapping his backside. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, <throat> damage, but not you know that not that badly. It's not like you took a shot to the head or anything. Uh, you hear the guy, you know, screaming about something about you know they can fly and. The other guy something says something about hopping vampire. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, the other guy is trying, going to try to shoot at Rat. Uh, he did considerably poor. 
and rat did considerably better. All right. Uh, so you hear you hear a very meaty. Uh, you know, well, you've, you 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 have slugged people good and hard before. <clears throat> that same kind of you know, sounds like somebody just took a took a really rough body shot. Well, it's and Walter, hear, and you hear one of the human guys. <laughs> oh, rat! Rat went for it. <sighs> At that point, once Walters landed with the two flunkies, he would kind of get on that little comms radio. It's like, Rat's engaged. I've pulled. I pull the other two back. Engage. Engage with ready. Be warned. One sniper pointed at entrance. Well, it's not pointed at the entrance now, but. Well, he's at least going to forewarn them. There's still at least one that can see the entrance. And seconds before you heard his message, you heard that shot ring out. You know, what sounded like a rifle shot, and then uh, uh, a slightly lighter, you know, probably a pistol shot. After the shot, after the shot can be heard, he was like, "One slight, one slight injury, nothing major." Year Maddox over the comms bollocks. All right then. <clears throat> Did the binoculars work for the power, or was there anyone visible to use them on? Uh, give me a wits awareness. The heightened senses only work for uh, hearing. I think it's in general. Yeah, it's just your senses. Cool. Heightened senses on, adding aspects to that. Four. Four. Hmm. You managed. You managed to see somebody through a window. Mm-hmm. Like you know, as you're scanning, you saw somebody. You know, actually, like kind of pull a pull a curtain back and glance out. <clears throat> uh, so you can try to use that ability. The difficulty is going to be one higher because of binoculars, though. Okay. Uh, resolve plus aspects, so it'd be difficulty four. Gonna willpower re-roll a dice. Okay, that gets it to four. Okay. Suddenly, you're looking through the binoculars, seeing this guy, and this guy standing, glancing at the window, looking in your general direction, but you can't see you through his eyes, so you think you're good. Whatever he does, she'll kind of just narrate quietly for those gathered. <clears throat> He's sitting there looking out the window. He's smoking. When he let the... any of like 
when Lister Kirk drops back and turns screen. around, you, you can uh, you can see this run room in a rundown trailer. Uh, like you're 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 pretty sure Valerie was right. Nobody's lived here in a while. Uh, inflatable mattress on the floor. Uh, everything says is this is like a, been a temporary setup. You know, he's got equipment against the wall. Uh, you can tell he's he's just in boxers. The covers on his on his mattress are a little, or yeah, it's his mattress are a little disheveled. Like maybe he's tried to tried to lay down already. Uh, Some of them are very unprepared, so. And then you, he starts hearing those shots go off. And he's like, damn it, and he runs for his gun. We may want to move before they start rearming. This guy was basically in his underwear. He was in his underwear. We can, okay. know, we can very much catch them with their pants down. And then she'll kind of zoom back out because it's going to get weird trying to do that and uh, <clears throat> take shots at people. <laughs> All right. So the frontal assault guys, y'all are running in. Uh, okay. I do get hungrier, but activate toughness. Okay. And we are going to do this in the <clears throat> whole three rounds and out method. Mm -hmm. So don't worry about specific, necessarily <clears throat> specific, precisely, you know, one round per one round, like a D&D &D combat. Yeah. Just tell me generally what you're doing as you're running through this place, and I'll tell you generally what they're doing. Mm. And then whoever does the best. All right. So yeah, as soon as the guns fire start, Saul, uh, basically the rest of the frontal assault guys take off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Kyle's with them. Okay. I believe Emma and Iola were going to be kind of behind them, second rank. Yeah, she's going to yes. let them get a good little bit of distance, but be following. Yeah, right, so y'all are charging in. Uh... I think Clint was with us too. Yes, yes. Uh, pretty much all the gangrel. At some point, somebody. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Yeah, Sergio is not with you. Because he's basically having to guard two domains over on the other side. Of town. Which is completely understandable. Uh -uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just occurred to me that, you know, it's Anarchs, but there's like no Bruja Barra in Indicator. Seems weird. I can put a, can put a Bruja in that one uh, little barony that's looking for a Baron. <clears throat> that's true, that's true. Uh, all right, so y'all are charging in. Walter, what are you doing? You know, 
you hear it go over the comms that the assault has started. Uh, he's going to look at the uh, two guys he carried, and he's going to just kind of assess the situation. Like, all right, but look, tries to look at the figures, tries to figure out which one's injured. Like, all right, let's you know, you might want to hang back, but unless you feel like you're good enough to fight, then by all means. But other than that, you know, get back to the others, and we'll take it from here. The trace around has stopped blowing, so it's not actually burning him now. He manages to kind of fish it out. And... It hurts, but I'm fine. Uh, the other sure. guy, the one, the, the other guy with the, with the rifle, just kind of snickering at him. Well, they said it's oh. the best place to take a take a bullet if you had to. Oh, it could have been a lot worse, and it could have been a lot more powerful of a round than what he shot you with. I'd hate to see that. I'd hate to see a dragon fire in that caliber. But, uh... But anyway, what is your plan for going into this combat? <clears throat> oh, his plan is to hopefully get a chance to re-obfuscate, which... Yeah, you're, on, you're basically like on the other side of the, of the crest of the hill now, so you're out of, you're out, you are out of sight of that sniper nest. You know, successful rounds. Yeah. So, basically, he's going to tell them, <clears throat> or he's going to say, hey, y'all do what you want to. You got the rifle. Don't know what you have, but hey, go for it. And he's going to obfuscate back and try to continue sneaking, quote-unquote, even though chaos is about to ensue, but Walter's going to attempt okay. to at least sneak back over. <clears throat> What was that, sir? Give me that. Give me a roll. Um, what was it? Yeah. Uh, was it this dexterity stealth? Yes. Okay. Uh, three successes. Okay. The people in the trailers are, you see a few of them in full gear come running out of of, of a, a couple of the trailers. Uh, like the guy with the boxers, uh, he doesn't leave the trailer. There's just a little bit of broken glass as he basically just busts out one of the windows in his, in that, in his room. Is we firing out the window. Uh, so they're running out, looking around, shooting at anybody they see, you know, charging them, as you guys are doing. And Kyle, what are you doing? <clears throat> um, yeah, he's basically going to charge, and when he gets close enough to one, he has his um his Mossberg shotgun on him. And since that's a semi-auto, he's just gonna squeeze the trigger. He's not doing like a one shot. Basically I'm trying to proc extra dice by pumping more rounds into the into whatever target he's aiming at. <clears throat> okay. 
I know there's a rule for that. I know there's a rule for that in the game, like in the PDF. It's like adds like another dice or two because you like pump more rounds in or whatever. But uh, what would you like me to roll? Uh, firearms. Can I use strength since I'm getting in close quarters? I was going to say resolve. To, you know, keep you... Uh, you know, to keep calm, to keep focused, to, to not just be firing wildly. You know, you're firing a lot, but you're trying to keep things kind of mm -hmm. on target. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, that is only two successes. Right. Um, any extra dice for pumping more rounds or no? Uh, go ahead and use it an extra dice. Extra dice? Okay. Still two successes. <laughs> Alright, so the hunters won that. The dice Damn. are like, hold up, we got a story here. Mm hmm. And it's not that it's not that everybody's coming, you know, uh is being uninjured by some of this, but Yeah. Uh oh yeah, they did beat you beat you out. So they were returning fire with, you know, some of the hellfire oh not hellfire, the dragon fire shots. Mm-hmm. Uh so big gouts of flame coming out of the barrels. You're not close enough yet for that to trigger any kind of fear thing. Yeah. I mean, other than just the common sense fear of they're shooting something at me that can hurt me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you hear one of uh, Thal's, one of the Pax Gangrel's, uh, you hear him take a hit. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of down on the ground, flopping around, trying to put himself out, but it doesn't look like it was a fatal hit. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, well, he does not freak out because he's on fire, though. <clears throat> I mean, he's Fair flopping enough. around to put himself out, but he's not... He's not freaking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on that roll. Nice. Which is good because he had a uh, he got the skull on his on his hunger die, so it would have been bad if he'd failed. Mm-hmm. Uh, now Emma and Iola pulling up the rear. What are y'all trying to do this round? Is it just the one shooting out the window right now, or are there others shooting out the window? There's only one shooting out the window. Like I said, there's three or so that, that, that have come out of the trailers, but they're fully equipped. It's like they had some inside, but still kind of on the watch or whatever. When she looked through that guy's eyes, did she see any fun explosive ordinances just hanging out? You saw a couple of... You saw... A, Couple of guns propped up against the wall, uh, cases of ammo next to them. Um, 
you saw what might have been a grenade, a couple of grenades on a on like a bandolier, you know, laying over there. <clears throat> but you didn't see any like crates of explosives or propane tanks in his room or anything like that. If she can get a clean shot on him when he pops his head up, she is gonna try and take it. Okay. She does have heightened senses on. I don't know if that'll add anything in. Uh, I'll say that won't penalize you for range. Because <clears throat> you did say you were holding right. back behind other guys a little bit. Yeah, she was bringing up the rear. Oh, he didn't do well at all. What would you like me to roll for taking a shot? Okay. Firearms for sure. Let's see, you're far further back, so the whole kind of composure resolve thing isn't as big a deal. <clears throat> Uh, give me wits, because this, this is this is a solely a being able to seem good enough from him being in the window and all that. Yep. Uh, four. Okay. That beats the one he managed to roll. Oh, buddy. Yeah, he just his his dice did not like him. Uh -uh. All right, so that's another one. That's another win for the Barons. Uh, if she see, like sees or hears him go down, she will try and get through the window to get those explosives. And on the next turn, she would uh, possibly pass them to others that could use them much better than she okay. could. Or she'll go around chucking them into other trailers. Wow. All right. Iola. Okay. Um... The others went in, right? Yes, everybody's charging, and you, you and Emma hung back a little bit, you know, letting mm -hmm. the gang rules kind of run in first. Uh, yeah. Though Emma is, is Emma is beelining towards one trailer, like shooting into the window. Then Spider Monkey climbing in. <clears throat> he would also follow to help her if she needed anything. Okay. And since, you know, she'll be probably heading off explosives, um, she'll take a few, and then, um... Alright. Well, as you're crawling behind Emma, you see that the, the guy she shot is still alive. Um... You know, he'd fallen back, she... taking an injury, and he now, now he's like, uh... uh he's, reaching, he's... He's, he's reaching over for his pile of equipment. He's gonna try to pull something and, else out. And she quickly looks and stares him in the eyes and compels him. That makes sense. I mean, he's he's groping to find you know find some stuff, but he is kind of looking at you two coming in. So you lock eyes with him. Sleep. Don't mind those bullets. Just take a nap. 
fine. All right, is there a roll for that? This is what it says. I think it's unaware <laughs> mortals. Yeah. Let's see. I found a. Of course, it's over here where it's behind everything. Which one does Compel fall under? Is it Auspex or? Dominate. Dominate. No role is required, mortal, commanding, existing victim, the, the victim, vampire has previously dominated in the same scene or another vampire requires a contested charisma dominance versus intelligence resolve. Well, unprepared mortal victim, but <laughs> he was prepared. This guy knows he's fighting vampires, so. No, commanding a resisting victim. A victim the vampire has previously dominated in the same scene or another vampire requires a contest of charisma and dominance versus intelligence resolve. Alright, so he needs to roll his intelligence resolve. Yes. And I do charisma dominate. Commands that go against victim nature also require such a contest, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would be all that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so he critted. So he had a total of six. And I got all my seven. So you got seven? Yeah. Alright, that's enough. He looks at you, you can feel him try to resist, and his eyes grow heavy, and he just sort of drops to the ground. I mean, he was already laying, but his head drops back. He's not having trouble sleeping anymore. He might bleed out before he wakes up, but... <clears throat> It's uh, he's fine. got he you know you hit him a couple of times so he is bleeding pretty good. Smells smells kind of nice. Yeah, considering she's at three hunger, he's smelling delicious. There there may be a yeah a nibble. Uh, right, so that's another win for the berries. So yeah. So there's enough initial rush in. A couple of the guys that ran out and started shooting have gone down with gangrels on top of them. Uh, <clears throat> Emma and Iola have taken out one guy. Uh, you know, you hear more people moving around. They're shouting from inside. Uh, uh, Walter, as you're sneaking past, you see Rat. You see that first guy Rat punched ain't getting up. Uh, and rat, rat's already kind of turning and wrestling around with the other guy. Now, the guy trying to hold him off basically with the with the rifle, but uh, you don't expect that to go too well for him. 
All right, so the next phase, Walter, you were basically sneaking down to the back side of the uh, trailers there. Mm -hmm. you, you don't have any trouble doing that. They're, they seem to be mostly concerned with the frontal assault. So once you the trailer be, part, what are you going to be trying to do? Would Walter be able to tell if, like, the guy Brat took out, like, the, I'm guessing, the spotter? Yeah, it was the, he, it was, it was the spotter he took out first, yeah. Yeah, well, does it look like Rat did fade? Or could Walter tell if Rat <laughs> killed him outright? Just look like he got sucker punched real good. Uh, as you were walking by, yeah, you're pretty sure that guy's dead. Like Next, his, not like be bending his, that way. Like his, like his chest is a little caved in looking. Oh, okay. he's either out or on his way out. Mm. Well, at this point, Walt would probably assist Rat in taking care of the sniper. Oh, okay. Though, though Walter is probably going to try his best to do it as non-lethal as he can. Keyword is, as he can. All right. So you going to like just try to grab the guy, or...? Or are you going to try to just carefully punch him in the head and only hurt him enough to knock him out? The second one. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give the guy. Uh, man. Okay, so yeah, go ahead. And give me your punch. Okay, real quick. Do a rouse check. And I'll get hung hungrier to make sure the potent is added to the damage. That is, yeah. is he wearing armor? The person? I have no clue. Walt Walter would probably still be wearing the coach he gave him, if anything. Yeah, I mean the guy Walter is attacking. Yeah, he'd have a little bit of Kevlar on him. Okay. Uh, well, then keep in mind that because you have lethal body, you mm -hmm. bypass three levels of armor. Yep. <clears throat> so the Kevlar body armor only would uh, subtract one aggravated to, into superficial for your attack. So tell me, Walter, are you going to use all of your dice? I will trim back one out of it. That'll give me four successes. Okay. Because I was looking, I'm like, hey, let's just go ahead and take one of the successes out. All right, so four successes. He he also got four successes. So that is a tie. And how many levels of potence do you have? Three. So that is three so you take. Yeah, so you're punching him? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he would... Uh, yeah. So he'd take one superficial, two aggravated. Uh, so you walk him pretty good. 
He's still he's still conscious, but he ain't doing anything else useful. <clears throat> And with Rat up there and, you know, two more knots, this guy's effectively taken out. Or taken captive, I should say. We've accomplished the one goal the stealth team was trying to do. You didn't do it stealthily, but you, but you did it. I mean, there was a lot the stealth team needed to do. We didn't really get there. <laughs> well... As soon as the one guy sw swung, as soon as the spotter came around and he realized there was three signatures, it was pretty much over. There, there was nothing else stealth yeah. could do. Yeah. Well, you know, I rolled one of the stealth guys, and every single one of his dice came up blank. Mm. Oof. He didn't want to spend any willpower. Okay, I did not. He spent all his willpower that. at the other. Uh, <laughs> I did not think about that. That's kind of on me. Uh, I mean, it's something you don't have to do as a rule, so I mean, it's right. understandable. Emma, you're inside one of the trailers. What are you? What are you doing? She would have grabbed the explosives. Um. So you you run over to basically he was reaching for the grenades, so he's got a little bandolier. There's like four grenades on there. Cool, cool, cool. And there are four other. Uh trailers it's like it was meant to be um if she wanted to drain one dot of hunger off this guy how long would that take would that be something she would be able to do in a turn yes and you can take a sip in a turn a sip in a turn she'd be like sorry buddy but you're kind of on the way out anyways and i'm gonna need this tonight And she's going to take a sip. Okay. And... Um, everyone else seems... Peeks out the door, like, around Iola. Like, maybe opens up the front door and peeks out. Everyone kind of looks very occupied at the moment with their various people. Mm -hmm. In fact, as you're peeking out the window, you notice the... Uh... Someone is someone has stepped out the front door of the trailer you're in and is on the porch, like shooting at at Kyle and the gang. Oh, that's convenient. Pop to the back of the head because she still has her pistol out. All right, give me a roll. Firearms and uh, go ahead, give me dexterity for this one. Wow, I knocked two dice off of his, and he's still got three successes. They need to be three. <clears throat> Meets it, beats it. Yep, it does. And your your gun does what damage? I don't know if she would have bothered to switch out to the regular one. She might just be putting Hellfire back in him. Alright, well, how much damage did your incinerary rounds do? Looks like I'm trying to remember how to navigate this sheet. Oh, there it is. No, that's not it. Uh, plus three. Okay. Mm 
So you don't drill him just straight in the back of the head, but it kind of, you know, it's more of a grazing shot. Definitely counts as a win for your side, though. Iola, what are you doing? She would have possibly passed off some to Iola if Iola wants me on her way through some of the grenades. Yeah. So how many she remembers? I guess how many she can hold, maybe about two, and she's going to okay. try to There's... get it. So you've got a grenade in both hands. What are you going to do, sirs? Got two hands, and we got two grenades. She remembered um, Kyle saying something about not having any explosives to blow shit up, so she's going to try to head to him with that. I brought your grenades. <clears throat> All right. In that I'm a little case, busy. In that case, give me dexterity. It's going to be weird. Give me dexterity and resolve. As you are trying to keep your cool running through all this gunfire and not get not get hit while you make your way over to Kyle. While people are, of course, shooting at you. Because, hey, you're dead. And you've got grenades. <laughs> Six successes. Versus there too. Oh. So you're right up next to Kyle. Look, Kyle, grenades. She knows he can probably use them better than she can, so here you go. You hold these. I'll just keep the pins. And Does Kyle. Does she do that? Yes, she runs up here. Well. She gets Wait, does, she keep, does she keep the pins? Oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> okay. No! She would have been like... Them quick. She's about caving. We have to ask these things. Yeah, she is. <laughs> um, the grenades are pocketed. Um, the shotgun is reslung. And he's gonna just... Don't get any hunger. He's gonna claw the guy that was sh shooting dragon fire. Okay, so you run up on one of the guys. That... And it ain't one yeah. guy that's shooting it. It's, it's basically all of them. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the guy in the window, I think, was shooting a regular rifle around. Mm-hmm. All right, so they're brawl. Yeah, he got five successes, so when he sees you coming, he tries to club you with the butt of his rifle, or uh, butt of his shotgun. I, however, got a critical success. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Alright, so you beat him by two. And additional two for feral weapons, since claws are out. Yep, yep. And he may so have already been four... injured in the previous round, so he goes down and uh, <clears throat> uh, bloodily. Mm-hmm. Basically, he comes up with that gun and with the aggravated... Well, actually, your claws aren't aggravated, though, dear, so they wouldn't... Yeah, they aren't aggravated, but they do um, They do bypass uh, half superficial. 
And uh, since I do have... Uh, well, that only helps vampires, though, with the whole... Not having yes. Um, however, I do bypass uh, one point of armor. Okay. So... I'm gonna say that's only one. To, I'm going to say that's enough for you to cut through the gun, <clears throat> through the shotgun, on the way to him. Okay, dokie. Everybody, y'all all got, uh, y'all all got the winds up round. So the fighting continues. Uh, a lot of the hunter guys are going down. Mm-hmm. Uh, that round, none of you, none of your side actually took any damage. Yeah. Uh, the. Uh, the pack member that was that was on fire has managed to more or less put himself out. Uh, I mean, he's looking pretty badly burned, but he's still he's still in it to win it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Emma had heightened senses going on. <clears throat> yes, trying to make a roll to make sure that sticks or. It is in the middle of a firefight. Uh, that's true. Go ahead, give me a roll to make sure you haven't like d- gotten deafened. Let me double check what that one is. Or the power shuts itself off, or whatever it was. It's you have to make a roll to shut it off in time to prevent from getting deafened. Okay. Mm, what's resolve? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that when you were charging through the gunfight to get to the. <clears throat> Uh, four successes to no one to shut it off, so okay, it would have been okay. Um, did she see the... Was she... From the current setup and then the visual she got when that guy came in, would she kind of know where the, like, lead trailer is or where, like, the main setup would have been? Like, uh... the command center, I guess, of this... Little five trailer area. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I'll say that he at least the guy that you had initially looked through was uh, uh saw one of the higher ranking guys or one of the guys they were deferring to walk to that back trailer. You know, you have the front four, and then the one kind of center in the back. Okay. Um, is anyone firing out of that one? Any open doors or anything? Uh, no. All right. Um, quick glance at it. Anyone looking through windows? Anything? Or all the lights out? Uh... <clears throat> There's a little bit of light, like not like they have a light turned on, but like something in there is giving off some light. Uh, but you don't see anybody in the windows. Mm. <laughs> I hate to be asking all the questions. Flickering light, like a flame kind of light, or just a like light bulb? It almost makes you think of it like a television screen, though it's probably not a TV. Okay, like a probably like a computer monitor or something. 
Um. Shoot. She's going to try and go for the trailer next to the one she came in, which I'm guessing might have been this one. So she would go to that one. And if there's a, you know, if they're shooting out the front, she's going to go around back, bust a window, throw a grenade in. All right. Give me a probably athletics for throwing. No, fire. We I think we looked at it one time before. It was firearms for throwing. Okay. Uh, and dexterity because you're trying to be stealthy. And you know, aiming or whatever. Now we'll roll their awareness to see if they see a grenade coming in or realize you're sneaking around to do that. And get themselves out of the way. Five. One, two, three. So you beat him by two. That is a victory for your side. Uh, Make sure to turn away from the explosion so there's no chance of triggering if possible. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure like a frag grenade would necessarily. Though to be fair, they probably wouldn't be using frag grenades. They'd probably be using explosive something. Yeah, incendiary. Uh, Either way, she's just gonna turn turn her face away from it so it doesn't damage her eyes. All right, Walter, what are you doing? Mm. You know, you had popped that guy, and basically the other. <clears throat> Nos is all kind of run up and you know, they have him. Okay. At this hmm. He would probably assess the battlefield, try to figure out what flank is lacking in any type of firepower, quote unquote. Right. You see the gang roll mauling a bunch of guys kind of up towards the front. You see There's... Emma run back behind this trailer, you know, one of the one of those back trailers here and chunk a grenade in like the back window and then duck down as the grenade goes off. He's probably gonna t- he's probably gonna leap over towards Emma just just as a safety precaution of I don't know what you're doing, but you might need muscle. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Had a snack. I've got grenades. I'm fine. Well, now you Walter. Walter don't know this. All Walter knows is that he he saw you ducking her in an explosion. Just like concerned. So he he's going to head towards Emma, and if there's any infighting to be had there, he'll swing. All right. Both as you both. leap down, the back door of the trailer opens, or not the back door of the trailer. Uh, Further down the trailer, one of the back windows gets busted out, and a guy leans out to try to shoot him. So you have the chance to leap down, basically Ooh. owning him. All right, let's leap down and see how much damage he can do. He, right. he knows he knows he has a captive, so he's not going to be non-lethal at this point. All right. Nos from the top ropes. And this guy's using his firearms. So basically, if he beats you, that's how many shots, or how much, how many success he's got hitting him with. 
Alright, so strength brawl, let's go. One, two, three. Okay, that's all the dice I need. Yeah, a total of a five. With a crit. I can take it. Ooh, yay. Luckily, all seven dice actually made it. Alright, so you beat him by two. And then Potent's added on, so another three. Oh, yeah, he's probably out. Because he's taking, he's taking a little bit of damage from Emma's grenade. Uh, so, yeah, you almost take his head off. Uh, his shot goes wild into the dirt. Uh, Walter's smiling at Emma. Looks like I chose the right direction. Iola, now that you've given Kyle his grenades, what are you going to do? <laughs> Run back and grab some more grenades. And then look for areas that she could probably toss them into. There um, aren't any left. No? Well, not in the trailer. Not in the trailer that her and Emma got into originally. Well, there's other trailers. There could always be somebody in there. So you know, grenades in there. No, then she's gonna go check another trailer. All right, give me a wits awareness. So you're having to do this searching. Of course, they're shooting at you while you're trying it. So not very well. They got three successes. I also got three successes. Tie goes to the player. Uh, so you manage to get in there and you're running back out with another grenade to give somebody or use yourself. Whatever you, however you want to do. Uh, let's see, I've covered everybody but Kyle this round, haven't I? So Kyle, what are you doing? Uh, well, as long as he's done mauling this guy. Um, yeah, there, there is a dwindling number of people outside to fight. Yeah, that's fine. Though nobody seems to have done anything to this back trailer. Yeah, that's where he's going next. <clears throat> right, so you're charging into that back trailer. I'm going to say you can smash through the front door without you know any effort. Uh, uh, he was going to go through a window. That'll be fine, too. Even <clears throat> there's somebody, there's a note, slightly older than most of the ones you've seen here. <clears throat> uh, mm -hmm. And he's on a radio, you know, talking about, you know, we're being overrun. Uh, you smash through, he's, you know, he comes up, pistol in one hand. Okay. Uh, the last thing he says on the radio is, well, it's been an honor serving with you. <clears throat> and he's going to he's gonna, he's gonna try to take a shot at you while mm -hmm. you're, you know, leaping to take him out. Yeah. <clears throat> One, two, three, four. Six total. Okay. Am I doing brawl? Yes, you're doing your your brawl. Uh, whatever goes with brawl strength. Or is it dex? I forget. Yeah, strength. Um, 
I am going to utilize my specialty and grapple. So he, so he's going to basically retract his claws temporarily. Okay. You're not well, trying to do damage. You're trying to. Uh, you know, he'd, ha he'd have to dis he'd have to dismiss the power to retract them. So yeah, that's what he'll do. Okay, that's fine. So he'll dismiss the power, and I will utilize my grappling proficiency. Uh, one, two, three, four, four successes. Yeah, you want to burn any willpower? Mm, yeah. All right, how many are you rerolling? Only two, uh, which both come up blank, so still four. <clears throat> All right, so he wins that one. Mm -hmm. uh, he beats you by two. It's incinerary rounds. Because it's a pistol, okay. not the full dragon breath. Uh, right. So what's the damage total? What's a heavy pistol? Uh, plus four. That was plus three. I think Emma's got a heavy pistol. Mm, no, you have a medium. A heavy is four. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, a 357 is a heavy, and that's a plus four damage. What's a typical military sidearm or pistol? Uh, medium, I'd say. Okay, we'll go with medium then. So that's. Three, I mean, four, it's up five. to you. Well, yeah, I'm thinking this guy's military, <laughs> so he's he's using equipment he's familiar with. Fair enough. So that's three from that. He beat you by two, so that's five. Five. Okay. It's not dragon breath, but it's incinerary, so it is doing aggravated. Yes. So four of it is converted to superficial because of the toughness you activated. The... No, because of because of his armor. Oh, I forgot about that actual body armor. Yeah. Um, reduced by two because of toughness, and then halved again because superficial. So I take two ag. Okay. So no, sorry, one ag, one superficial. Okay. <clears throat> so definitely hurt, but nothing, nothing disabling. Yeah, he he just basically tanked it and went really. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, well, that was the end of the third round, and y'all pretty decisively got, mm -hmm. you know, came out the better on this. So, technically, there would still be some running around and do, you know, running yeah. around and people dying. <clears throat> uh, when all is said and done, you've taken the sniper alive and this commanding officer. Yeah. Um, if I can, basically, if he's going to grapple this guy to the ground while the chaos is still happening, it's like, why the hell are you doing this? You freaks eat people. <sighs> Think I asked for this. Then walk out into the sun and save the rest of us having to deal with you. Still people I have to protect. Yeah, me too, buddy. Me too. Well, buddy, that's a start. And he'll like search him for handcuffs <laughs> or some or some binding thing, like maybe zip ties or whatever. Uh, you can find <laughs> some in the room for sure. <clears throat> tie his arms together. Uh, and it's not too much after this that the noise starts dying down outside. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh, 
Um, ooh, it's time to it's time to be wrapping this up. Um, mm-hmm. I'll say it's almost ten. So yeah, you so uh, the backup guys come in since since none of these people got their vehicles to try to get away. Uh, <clears throat> get out any things we can and leave the evidence and blow it all up. Yeah, Maddox's guys start running into the buildings, you know, throwing down some of the little chemistry set looking stuff and you know, yeah. little baggies of, of <clears throat> drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've got something any... set up that that you know, it's like it's like they can set up a lab type <clears throat> setup that will blow up fairly quickly. Were there any computers or anything that we could have? Gotten there out was in the in the that back trailer. Okay. I would assume that jumped into. Yeah. Yeah, I would assume that like uh yeah. we could get that out. Yeah, the one that was easily. a command like the command trailer, it, it had some laptops. Yeah, uh Kyle will abscond with all of the material oh. evidence. And pass it on to like Walter and stuff. Yeah. Laptops, PDAs, whatever it is. Uh he he's going to power it down first. Take out the battery. Um, <clears throat> a lot of modern laptops you couldn't necessarily do that with. Yeah, yeah. some of them still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he will like hard re he will hard shut off <laughs> everything, unplug it, take it, I'll take the power stuff. <clears throat> um, although. Is is one of them like is a page opener like them like saying like what they're hunting or whatever like hunting grounds? No, no, they were both in like sleep mode when you find them. Sleep mode, okay. Never mind then. All right. So yeah, and he will tuck those away, take them with him. <clears throat> all right. So and all this, all the. You know, all that part goes down fairly quickly because y'all made a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody disperses to their separate directions, meets up at the park. Uh, I guess we'll handle the questioning next time. Yeah. Although, before we leave, um, Kyle will pull out his revolver loaded with, incendi- uh, with one incendiary round. He will aim at one of the propane tanks. And he's just going to shoot it. <clears throat> After everyone's like left. To sort of set off the burning. Fair enough. Fair enough. <clears throat> at labs. Uh, and they had stripped out off a lot of the equipment off some of the guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, they wouldn't leave the bodies behind. Some of the... Bodies were shot, so they were clawed up. <clears throat> yep. So they probably oh. clear the bodies out. Yeah. But, uh... Alright, so before we break for the evening, where are you taking these guys for the questioning? I mean, we... I did tell Ada I'd bring her back someone to question. Alright. The commanding officer sounds great. <laughs> so y'all meet back up at the park. She and, would uh, ask Ada and Woodard before bringing him into the mall 
if they wanted to question them there or if they wanted to question on it off-site. Woodard is fine with them all. Okay. I mean, it's not like we're letting him go afterwards. <clears throat> oh, no, but still. She doesn't want to just bring enemy onto someone else's territory, even if it is their baronry. But, uh, some of the other barons would like to be present at the questioning. She would make sure that's okay <clears throat> with Woodard, but she would assume it would be okay. Well, they don't care about Woodard's opinion of it. They ask you guys, because you guys are the barons, not Woodard. That that point, Kyle will be like, uh, "How many want to come?" Maddox, uh, August, uh, the right hand man from Wallace wants to be there. Uh, okay. The pack, the warden, uh, like a yeah. dozen people. They're no, no. They're they're like good. Yeah, you can just tell us what you know. You can tell us what you find out. Yeah. But neither of them had really been. Neither, neither of them had really suffered at these guys' hands particularly. Okay, so yeah. like four additional people. Yeah, at that point, Kyle will he will pull out his phone, shoot a text to Woodard, and say, "Prepare to receive some esteemed guests." <laughs> oh, bring company with you. <clears throat> Uh, so we will basically wrap with y'all <clears throat> if this was a movie or, or I guess a show we would wrap up with you know this little caravan of cars pulling in and behind them all mm. explosion and like a distant like a landscape setting shot uh, you know all those poor firefighters that were just putting out the lumber yard now racing over to put out this trailer park <clears throat> You're all supposed to be on lockdown. Why do you have this much time for arson? <laughs> but uh, so we'll wrap there for the evening. I hope y'all had fun. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week. I uh, hope anybody that comes by and, and watches or listens enjoyed it. I hope our sounds better this week. I think maybe I figured out the volume problem. Uh, if you're looking for more games, check the schedule below. <clears throat> there are more games here on Dire Bear. Uh. And come back next week. Again, I was your storyteller for the evening, Jason. And with me was Sarah playing Emma. Eric playing Kyle. Rappy playing Iola. And Duba playing Walter. And we will see y'all next week.